Well, welcome back, everybody. How are you doing, my favorite dirty boys? So, so good. It's wonderful. I want to kill some shit. Yeah. Hopefully not get killed. That is, you do. That is always the hope, isn't it? Ruby fun. So, the last time, you had just navigated a very fun little happy tunnel, and you have found yourself in this desiccated, dried-out glade, this, this sort of open meadow that is otherwise in the old growth, and you, Wendell, yourself, saw mm-hmm. the stream that you know to be within the hilltop logging grounds. But other than that, you don't really know where you are, mm-hmm. except for at the end of this disused access road. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Uh, so if we are um, at this stream that's right in front of us, can I see um, like which way the source is? Can I tell knowing like the direction of the stream and everything, which way, which way the source is uh, relative to where we are? You know that the, the, the sort of head of the pond or mm-hmm. whatever that this stream sort of burbles from is to the south, and that way is to your left. To the left, yep. okay. So you can assume that you are facing west, which Excellent. is the way you guys generally came on the sort of weaving access yeah. route. When, when Colt was baby driving. Baby driving. Can I see if the direction where the, where the source of the stream would be coming, if it seems like this uh, sort of dried out post-chitterer feel like continues that way um i think you wouldn't be able to tell until you got to that area okay. because there is still color in these trees that have been affected uh-huh. but the the rot has sort of progressed to a point where they're though they're not alive they are it, it's kind of like how pine needles sometimes take a little bit longer you know mm-hmm. to, to go brown or whatever so you would actually need to go and in, in, you know investigate up there okay hey uh colt how are things looking with the with the truck everything all right over there uh, I mean, it's pretty beat up, but it'll, it'll, it'll function. Man, looking at these, uh, at these trees and everything, man, I think that, uh, whatever we just came from, that, that hell tunnel, um, I think that we're at the point where, where these chitterers are, are coming from, you know what I mean? Like, you this do- looks like it's some spot that they've gotten already, so if they're, if they're coming outwards from here, you know what I'm saying? Like, if they're coming out from here and spreading out that way, that's why it's, maybe that's why it's so thick where we just were as they're, yeah. as they're spreading out. So I'm hoping we're close. Well, that'd be nice. Yeah. I mean, with this, I don't, I don't have much to go on, but. but you don't uh, see any right now. I don't see any right now. You right? do not. Do you hear any right now? Far off in the distance. Like where we came from? Yeah, uh, unlike when you guys were hanging out with BJ, like you knew that there were a couple in the area. Mm -hmm. The chittering that you hear is, while still you can hear plenty of them, they are back east and maybe a few across the stream Mm -hmm. and uh, definitely some farther south. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, now nothing in the immediate area, mostly what we just came through. Well, that's fucking good. Yeah, so, um... Shit, man! If we're if we're close to their hive or or whatever the hell it is, let's try to find it and blow it the hell up. That's like the most reasonable thing you've said in I don't know five episodes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Ever? Yeah. Metagaming. You die instantly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that means that I said one really competent thing in like the first episode. Then, if that's the case, or what? Yeah. Was it? You did. I, I would that. believe it. <laughs> you say competent things all the time. Yeah. You guys are competent uh, guys. Colt's just stressed. <laughs> um, Maybe. <laughs> I get that. So we wanna we wanna grab the Molotovs and the torches and uh whatever other shit as insurance. See if we can find something out. I think that 
looking at the stream here and what what I'm hearing, I think that if we follow the stream, that's probably our best bet. Let's, follow let's it make it source. happen. All right. You stay up front and tell me if you see anything, old motherfuckers. Will do. So we'll get our get our stuff that we can carry out of the truck. Mm-hmm. Your four Molotovs, your yeah. two torches, your guns, uh, your chainsaw, Wendell, uh, and aluminum bat. Yeah. And one more thing that I'm Axe? Axe. That's yeah. right. Oh, and I believe you have a crowbar as well. Yeah. So... You guys up. are, it's like the scene from Hot Fuzz where he's yep. got like a backpack yep. and what? five guns sticking out of it. You ain't seen Bad Boys 2. You ain't seen Bad Boys 2. Two Bad Boys. <laughs> I love you, right? Here. right? Um, yeah, and you guys set off, I would say, a little encumbered, uh-huh. you know? I'm just going to keep that in mind, that if there's something that requires incredible dexterity, you yeah. might need to drop something first. Oh, yeah. Uh, just with the sheer weight, and I assume you don't have, like, the Hot Fuzz tactical backpack where you can just stick your shotgun directly, you know, into the holster. But right. you guys are managing. In, and... in fiction, we do not. <laughs> right. Well, the wait, so just in that case, I'm leaving the, like, I'm leaving the crowbar behind. Like, in regards to, I can hit something with a gun. So you have two guns, a four uh, Molotov cocktails, a torch. Yeah. I'm fine. That's <laughs> what the crowbar was supposed to throw me off. So you head on south, and Wendell, sure enough, as you are sort of walking through these, this more quiet, post-chitterer area, you find that you're actually able to stick to swathes of the forest that are quiet for precisely this reason, mm-hmm. that uh, chitterers, having done their dark deeds are no longer in this part of the of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, as you begin to follow the stream to your right always, you can hear it as you head down south, you begin to encounter thicker growth, uh, mm-hmm. growth that has not yet been chitterified, and the noise begins to intensify. And at a certain point, you're pretty sure that with the way the geography is going, with the sort of hills and mm-hmm. uh, natural valleys of this part of Hilltop Logging Company, or of, of the old growth, mm-hmm. that you are going to have to go through a currently chitterified area to continue walking further into the old growth along the stream. Mm-hmm. If you would like to, let me know, and we can resolve exactly how. Okay. Well, yeah, so as of right now, our torches aren't lit. Right. Because we would have put them out and everything. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that uh, Colt would have put out his torch if there was no immediate danger. Yeah. All right, so Colt, looks like if we keep going further, it'll take us closer to the the source of the stream, but we're going to have to go through some chitterers, and I... I mean, it doesn't sound as heavy as what there was before. Nowhere near, like, the hell tunnel. Yeah. So, you know, if there's not nearly as many of them, they might not be as bold as they were. Back on our way in, if we, you know, light a torch or whatever. I literally know nothing. This is on you. I mean, do we think that we need to find another way around? How far across is the stream? Thinking if, like, so Mm -hmm. across the stream as well is getting to the point where it's more chittery. You can definitely hear them across the stream as well. Okay, okay, I didn't know if that would help Mm -hmm. us at all. Okay, yeah, so, uh. Yeah, I think our best bet's going to be to keep going then. So, if we want to light one up. It's, on, it's it. on you. I can't see shit. All right. Uh, and I will, uh, I'll light one of the torches and we'll uh, keep going. Who's carrying it? I'll carry it. You got a, you got a gun. I'll carry a torch. <laughs> Please. So, similarly to the tunnel, uh-huh. uh, as soon as you light 
whatever uh, your the torch mm -hmm. whatever chitterers are in the area immediately are aware of your position mm -hmm. and you begin to see them now in addition to hearing them close by uh -huh. flittering again up and down through the the taller uh, more sturdy older trees that are in this part of the forest sort of keeping their distance and mm -hmm. after a couple minutes of walking a couple of them begin to get more bold as only one of you has a torch out. Mm -hmm. uh, as soon, if, if there's just a momentary second where you guys are slightly farther ahead, they might advance on Colt. Mm -hmm. Or if you turn a corner or whatever, one might try to get close to your side. Okay. They're they're sort of pressing in farther and farther. What do you do? Is it? Would I have any idea of how close we might be to the source at this point, or we're just we're just going? Okay. You, you could do. Mm, I don't think so. Okay. You could read a bad situation if you're trying to figure out the sort of tactical layout of the situation. Yeah. Yeah, I, th I think I want to do that and figure out just like, and if we do have to get back real quick, what, what the best way is going to be, you know, what, mm -hmm. our, what our best options are. So that's going to be 2d6 plus sharp. Great. Two, uh, nine. So you can ask one of the following questions on that sheet. I don't know what's the best way out if we get in a hairy situation. The best way out, you do notice that the chitterers on the path that you have already carved, uh -huh. for whatever reason, they're not sort of filling in behind you at the moment. Okay. So it would it would have to be uh, retracing your steps back out. Okay. And if you act on that information, mm -hmm. you get a plus one. Okay, cool. No matter what you do, if you act using that information to beat a retreat, gotcha. you get a plus one to your beating a retreat. Excellent. Excellent. All right, so cool. It seems like and we're going further. There's there's more of these guys around, and uh, I think you might want to light a torch, bud, because uh, I light a cigarette. <laughs> you yeah. light a cigarette. What do they do? Anything in response to the cigarette? Not appreciably. Well, they're not doing much, but so that's probably better than nothing. But uh, if we keep on going any further, and um, it seems like they're gonna press in and start making any kind of moves on us, uh, we'll. we'll need to be retracing our steps real quick because uh, it doesn't seem like they're uh, filling in where where fire or smoke or whatever the hell has been from what it looks like, just kind of glancing back. They're getting a little ballsy and just kind of keep going. Several of them begin to make more aggressive moves as you begin to move forward. Two of them immediately flank you to your left and right as you sort of pass under the, the boughs of a, a massive pine tree. And, and one you notice uh, immediately beginning to flank around on the back on the ground towards Colt. Mm. What do you do? Colt's one coming behind you. Might want that torch. And uh, I wave uh, my torch at the ones to my left. So this would be like sort of warding them off? Yeah. Well, give me an act under pressure. That's, is that plus tough? Or that's plus cool. Ah, dang it. So it's a nine. It's a nine. Okay, I'm going to give you a hard choice, okay. I think. You can press on, uh -huh. uh, but it would mean leaving Colt unaware of exactly where that one is, mm -hmm. but you would go forward sort of unmolested. Or you can um, stay here and have to engage with these things, but you're you're there to help Colt and, you know, keep an eye on this one, mm -hmm. wherever it is. I'm there for Colt. I use my cigarette to light the torch. You and now I just wave it around. You're waving it around? I have no idea. <laughs> So instead of pushing forward, you have opted instead with your waving, warding off the mm -hmm. torch, uh, these two chitterers in 
So with your choice to ward off these chitterers in front with the torch, instead of pushing on forward and leaving Cold uh, kind of unaware of where this other chitterer is, uh -huh. you have instead created a sort of bubble, basically, uh -huh. as you have one on your left, one on your right, and Colt has uh, the other one sort of at bay with the torch. Mm -hmm. And you are creating this sort of safe zone where the, the chitterers at, at the moment seem unwilling to or unable to as you bring down a torch uh, to your left, to your right, mm -hmm. to uh, to get that close to the uh, to the flames. Until finally, backup arrives. Two more begin to flank from behind you, where uh -huh. Colt is, and there are now more behind you than in front. What do you do? Behind us, the way that we were coming the from. The way you came. I think we need to dip, man. There's, there's a lot of them, and so, like, swing at the ones that were uh, behind us, and try to clear that path and, and get back, get back so to where we came. So going back the way we came. Yeah, coming back the way we came, like just go at that those guys and like swing at them, however viciously to get them out of the way with the with the fire and stuff. Is this uh to get them out of the way? Uh, so you're not trying to kick some ass with them? Uh, not yet. Okay, <laughs> give me um an act under pressure. Uh, that's an eleven. So you actually do manage to very effectively get these now three chitterers behind yeah. you to sort of scuttle back into the darkness for a second. You yeah. still have two behind you, but the way back is now still clear. You don't know where they went as they sort of recede into the, the shadows uh, to the left and right of the path. But the way north is clear, mm -hmm. the way south still has those two chitterers. What do you do? Yeah, yeah, let's go regroup and head, I'm head to go back that way. right on his heels and just swinging the torch behind me as I run behind him. I'm going to say that because of that perfect success uh -huh. to sort of open that clear, you don't even need to roll to sort of push back through. Cool. And soon enough, you're in a quieter part of the the forest, and the chitterers behind have don't sound like they're quite so near. So what the, what the fuck happened? Oh, shit, man. I was hoping that, you know, if we were in this whole area where, where the shit looks like it's been dead and looks like they've been here, that hopefully we'd get to where they weren't anymore. Doesn't look like that's the case. Though. Right, but you want to go destroy their home. Well, yeah, I just... They're gonna be in their home. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Just, I didn't like the numbers. I'm they like were putting out my torch on the man. ground. I didn't like the numbers. More of them showed up than I thought were gonna be. I freaked out a little bit and I know you can't see them and I don't want to fuck you over, man. I'm sorry. No, you, I don't I'm, know what we're doing. I'm not I'm not mad at you. I'm just saying, like, we need... I'm expecting shit to hit the fan. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. This whole thing's gonna go tits up. We know that. That's it's true. just how tits up is it gonna go? Like, is it double D's or are we A cups? Like, figure it out. I mean, I can't see, so we're at least a C cup. It's the only time in my life I've hoped for an A cup. Yeah, okay, let's, uh... Let's get back in there, then. Let's... How dare you, sir. All breasts are special. <laughs> Surprisingly egalitarian from Gold Booth. I love it. <laughs> Um, do we want to, all right, it seems like the things definitely noticed our presence more once we had those things lit. They kind of started coming out of the woodwork, so. Yeah, but they're going to. Yeah, I mean, they're going to notice no matter what. I don't know if that means we try it without drawing more attention to ourselves or if we just, if we just bust up in there, torches and all, and just go for it. I, mean, I don't know how far it is to the water source here. I know I know that there is a source, some kind of pond or something, but I don't know exactly how far. So question, GM. Yes. We, we were close to, and this may be just my imagination, 
we were close to a a river. There's a stream, a stream. on the on the map that you guys used to sort of triangulate your location, yeah. knowing that you have not completely gone off the rails. You are within still uh, the general area of hilltop logging, and you are entering now the old growth that has not been touched. Yeah, you know, even when restrictions might have been a little more lax. But we're we're following we're following the water south. South, yeah, south, yeah. Do you have the, yeah, the so we're, going, we're, we're somewhere around here, and we're going down that way. So okay. we're on our way down yeah. to this. GM question, then, because yeah. this has answered wonderfully some questions for me. Stream-wise, is it like like a little brook, or is it like... It, it, you, it, you know it sort of like, ebbs and flows. Okay. Um, uh, the, I'm kind of thinking about the one behind my house back in Maryland, which okay. is, uh, it, it can definitely widen out. It can get a little bit deeper, but generally speaking, it's not a river, you know? Okay. You could pick your way this through. This isn't like swim. This isn't something that's yes. swimmable. Like you might have to ford it at like yeah. if you were to walk through. It might get up to your maybe your you know waist or yeah. whatever. But the more pressing issue with that is that in this in this location, streams aren't just ground level. They sometimes eat farther in, and then there's walls, you know, yeah. mud walls or whatever where the yeah. water yeah, level yeah. might rise. It's definitely an option. It's yeah. not like the raging river. No, it's a little. It's cool. a stream. Well, I don't know how they do with water. We haven't seen anything to do with that. I mean, we know that fire pisses them the fuck off. True. Yeah, I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen any around water at but, all. So, uh, I mean, maybe that that keeps the distance of the trees a little bit farther from the water, and maybe we can hang low in the water and move with its noise, and maybe we don't draw their attention. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, and we'll, you know, we'll keep our stuff on us, make sure it stays dry and everything. But, uh, yeah, that, that might be a way to. Uh, yeah, less in attention. Let's let's try it. Let's go for it. I mean, it's, it's worth a shot. Anything's got to be better than apparently what you're saying, which is they're everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm willing to try something different because I don't I don't like what we had. So um, we'll find try to find a good spot to get in that's uh, you know more more shallow, doesn't have as high mm -hmm. of a you know whatever. With not very much retracing of steps, you all, you guys are able to find a, a path down through this part of the forest down to the stream that you knew would be there that you know is on the map. Yeah. And uh, you guys resolve to walk along it either on the stones or in the water, if, mm. as the case may be, as yeah. it sort of winds and wends through the... Uh, I have my rifle yes. out in my hands. In your hands, yeah. right. It's like the trailer for Annihilation. Oh my god, I hope they don't screw that movie up. I really hope not. Um, so you guys, like Natalie Portman, are sort of taking your time walking through <laughs> walking through the stream. And you can hear the chitterers now much less than the hell tunnel. Mm -hmm. But again, to the left and to the right. But there's no trees in the water. You guys are not immediately next to any chitterers. Mm -hmm. And as such, you guys are able to proceed relatively under the radar. Give me a, just between the two of you, uh, an, an act under pressure just to sort of maintain a sort of stealthy pace. Nine. Nine. Okay. Oh, wait, no. Oh, what you, am I, wait, just I one of us doing that? or? What do you add? Cool? Yeah, cool. Uh, it's going to be cool. Well, that's an 11. Yeah, no, definitely yours. Your, your <laughs> cool is better than mine. There you go. So you guys do manage to do so as you are sort of picking and winding your way through until it, it, it takes a little bit more time. Instead of going through a uh, sort, of, sort of straight path through the woods, mm -hmm. you're having to find... Also imagine we're taking a slower time, yeah. like moving quieter. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. For the, the care that it takes to move yeah. quietly and not fall in. And I think actually with that 
act under pressure, you are able to very deftly forward the areas that need to be forwarded. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no slippery situations as you have to perhaps scramble over one or two low rises to get to the next part of the stream. Mm -hmm. And you guys are actually able to go relatively unmolested by chitterers, although you do hear them now behind you as you inevitably go farther into the old grove. Yeah. Eventually, you come across a patch, just like the one where you left the car, off to your left. And you can see, among other things, uh, a sort of hill rising up and just a glimpse of a metal structure on the other side of that hill. Both of you see this. Does this Does... look like the the tower thing from uh, from Bear Dream from a distance, or is it too far to tell? You can only see the very top of it over the hill Okay. and over the, the treetops. Okay. Is this anything either of us would have knowledge of being in the area? I don't think so. Okay. Right, uh, but we're I mean, not, like, it's a hilltop something. Like, he might know, but, like... Yeah. But, so, we are not to the source yet, but this is on the way as mm -hmm. we are. Okay. And it's another patch that... Uh, you're sort of, like, at the foot of it. Yeah. If it's anything like the last one, mm -hmm. no chitters, because they've sort of already done their work. Cool. And I can see these patches, correct? Yeah. Like, I, I can see, like, the, the, sort the trees of, are dead. They're kind of ashy sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, um, That's like where we left the truck. Yeah, and I don't see any chitterers around here. I think it's a kind of similar situation. Um, I don't know what that thing is over on the other side of the hill, though. You don't? No, I... I it's not a hilltop something? That is not a hilltop something to my knowledge, and I, I would know, I would think. You think we should check it out? I mean, something like that this deep in the woods, I, that just doesn't seem right. Can I, uh, read a bad situation? Absolutely. Please. Uh, and especially as we get more comfortable with what these roles are, you know, feel free to ask that. But if there was, like, a behavior that Colt was doing, describe that. Like, how are you yeah. reading it? Are you? I, I think just, like, looking at it again mm -hmm. with him not saying. Does your rifle have a scope? It does. I don't know that I used it. Okay. Uh, what do I add to this? That would be, I think, uh, sharp. sharp. Yeah. No. Uh, six... Uh, nope, that's that's just a failure, isn't it? Yeah, but it doesn't say something bad happens. No, it just says you know you might misread the situation, but there's not really much to misread. Okay, I mean, um, I look through the scope and it you look through the can't scope. Can't really see much. There's one thing that you can see, which is a little dish on the top of whatever this metal structure is. Yeah, like a little satellite dish. Yeah, it's got a satellite dish on it. That's about it. Satellite? What the hell's a satellite doing this far out? That doesn't make any sense. Is it in the direction of any town that's nearby? I mean, if it would be... Yeah, it out would of, be, out of curiosity, yeah. It would be miles. Okay. Because New Ridge is somewhat in the sticks. Gotcha. This just isn't... Like, this is very clearly not the direction of Perfect. No. Yeah. Opposite side. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. I mean... I think it might be worth checking out. We're... You know, it seems like we're in a spot that doesn't have any of the chitterers around if this is anything that's related and we have the chance we might as well while we're not being uh pursued or watched well, that's fine let's just keep let's just keep going carefully yeah take our time so no need to stress yeah and we will go toward this structure you guys enter taking your time similarly to how you were picking your way through again you can hear the chitterers in the distance none in this area mm -hmm. very similar to the one to the situation with the car mm -hmm. and you find yourself as, as you sort of turn the, the corner around a stand of similarly sort of desiccated trees you find yourself at the foot of a large hill 
and there are several things that each of you notice simultaneously. Mm-hmm. There is a tent to your right towards mm-hmm. the woods. It's a large clearing, uh, the, the hill being in the clearing, somewhat bare. You now see that you're closer up, an antenna reaching straight up from just beyond, behind the crest of the hill that you can now see very clearly, this steel antenna tower mm-hmm. straight up into the air. You see a large circle of scorched earth directly 20 feet away from the tent, and you see a body in the middle. Oh, shit. I'm going to lay down and pull the scope up and just try and see any more detail in the area. So I guess investigate. I think that would mystery. Yeah. 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 And looking at and looking at the tower thing, this looks like a permanent structure. Or it, it is like... a metal radio oh, antenna shit. tower. You know, sharp would have been better to have put points into. No. Uh, <laughs> eight. Eight. You can ask me one of those questions. What happened here would be a good opening for that. Like, <laughs> like I don't know that any of the other questions on there I can ask in regards to the. I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> I'm going to answer this with perhaps something that is just another question. Huzzah. That's fine. You do glass the area with your, yeah, with your scope. Mostly just looking for any sort of like threats and things. but And you don't see any. You are able to sort of take a look at the tent a little bit closer. It looks yeah. like a surplus army tent. The kind that you might be able to buy at your army surplus store. Strong, tough, ugly canvas. You glass the hillside and don't see anything up there uh, except for the tower itself. And finally, you focus on the figure laying in the center of this scorched area of earth. It is a man wearing a lime green winter parka and winter gloves. Oh, shit. So, uh, Wendell? Uh-huh. We got, we got a problem. Yeah? That, uh, that body up there. Yeah? Um, that is remarkably similar to two bodies that were found by the police yesterday? Yeah, that was yesterday. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> um. So, if we Wait, gonna, what? Uh, yeah. It, it, it's, is that why it took you so long yesterday? It, cr- yes. Yes. So, we should absolutely proceed with caution. Do you hear anything? No, I got nothing, man. No no, no chittering, no, no, no nothing? Not around here. In the distance, not I mean, around here. Yeah, I mean... Nothing from the tent, though. Is... Yeah, no, not not from the tent. If there's anything, it's it's a ways off. Whatever, whatever this is, uh, 
I don't think it was chitterers, man. All right. And I'm going to get up and I'm going to slowly start approaching the body. You do. Because I like to get myself killed. As we... As we're approaching the body and get closer where it's like within good eyesight, I want to touch the jawbone in my pocket and I would like to use magic to observe another time. Roll plus weird. I also want to put my rifle on my back and pull out my pistol. Twelve. It fails. I'm going to give you a choice. Okay. You can take damage. Uh huh. You can be disoriented, or you can attract unwanted attention. I'll be disoriented. Take minus one ongoing for your weird rolls. Okay. As as you sort of reach almost unconsciously, thinking about like what could have possibly happened here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And you try to look backwards and maybe get a glimpse of what specifics led to this. You get one image. It doesn't even register quite as an image for you. It's a sort of still frame. Formless things rushing out of the ground before you are slapped down with what feels like the psychic equivalent of a massive fucking right hook, and you are slapped back into reality. Mm. Does he fall to the ground, or...? I mean, if it's if it's something that's disorienting you are like that, like, yeah, I think I, I absolutely goes down for a second... Woozy has to like proper train my gun on Wendell <laughs> and start getting like closer to him. Like, Wendell, buddy, you all right? Were you with me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, um, I'm gonna like try and help him up. <sighs> what the fuck just happened? Uh, I was more of the magic shit, man. So, you know how, like, you know how before I saw Williams in the forest and shit? Yeah. Walking up to this, I started to. To get something, like, from whatever the hell this was, but, so, man, something did not want me to see whatever the hell happened. Shit. Are you near the circle? Yeah, yeah, I got close enough so that it was, like, well within my eyesight and I could actually focus on what happened in that spot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Maybe you weren't in it uh-huh. to d- conduct this sort of experiment to, like, try to figure it out, but in this disorientation, you just sort of step, like, with one foot just out and breach the circle Mm -hmm. and just for a split second Mm -hmm. you feel warm burbling water over your right foot and then the sensation is gone water over my right foot warm burbling moving water get my foot out of that it does it's not it's not wet or anything and in fact the sensation was gone almost as soon as you put it in there this is weird shit man that i mean I feel like a dumbass for saying that's never happened before, but like that, that's weird. All right, so Wendell, remember that conversation I had with you though earlier in the in the day that was about uh, you know, being careful with this shit. Well, I was just trying to think of what happened, but You're then fine. I got Wendell, I'm not, punched in my brain face. Listen, I'm not, I'm not coming down on you. I'm not trying to say anything. I'm just saying be fucking careful. Yeah, man. Especially when we're approaching something, trying to be quiet or like. Be in your right mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. Do your best. And I want to read a bad situation. I'm going to walk up to the body and read a bad situation. Give me a roll plus sharp. I'll tell you what you see. And then you can ask your questions. Yes. That's a 10. Great. Ask you uh, two questions, I believe. Um, A. Or no, it's three. Is it three? Yeah. Ooh. Tasty. I like that. I want to 
just inspecting the body, and mm-hmm. I kind of want to like give a glance around the area. And are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What are your other questions? What's my best way out? And just because this shit has just happened to Wendell, what's the best way to protect Wendell? It's technically the victims, but there aren't really. It's just a dead I, guy. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I can't necessarily protect him. Um, the best way out is the way you've come. Okay. It, you, your tactical sense of of the world is such that you are reasonably certain that if you guys got in this easily, quote unquote, you would easily be able yeah. to take the same way back out just through the Exactly. Best way to protect Wendell. Um, you don't, I think, have an understanding of what, if anything, he's going through. Oh, that's yeah. Psych- like mentally or oh, whatever. Yeah. You do instinctively understand that if you were in need to protect against something, you would head up the hill and would have, therefore, like an insane advantage over anything trying to get up. Given that you have combat training, firearms, and multiple, you know, yeah. sort of opportunities. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? No? I'll tell you what you find as you go up and okay. inspect the guy. He's wearing this lime green coat. He's face down. You can smell because it's a hot day and it's been a couple hot days. It's pretty smelly. Yeah. It's been here for a while. You would guess more than three days. Yeah. Um, not that I, I don't think Colt has forensic training of that sort. <laughs> yeah, I got you though. I mean, like it's he's been here a while. <laughs> Smells like a three day old dead guy. Colt probably is like, oh, he's been cooking for some time. You notice that there are several piercing marks uh, in the sort of down parka jacket. Does it uh, look familiar to the truck ceiling and Wendell's leg? It looks like something pierced it, like perhaps a rapier or okay, a spike. Okay, and the sort of the the fluff that is then pushed out like at, at, like yeah, a yeah, puncture yeah. wound is uh, mixed with, uh, obviously now, darkened, dried blood. The blackened grass around him is just... It looks like it's been singed, and there is a, a strange metal box uh, next to him, which, just looking, leaning over and looking at it, not touching it, yeah. you realize is some kind of radio equipment, and it has been singed as well. Does it still look operational, or just burnt? Um, I think it looks pretty darn burnt uh like okay. the, specifically the uh the power cable has been attached to a sort of jury rigged battery system okay it's not back then it would be very difficult to have much radio technology yeah, yeah, yeah. unpowered or like power with a this battery is a jank bullshit exactly yeah. so it's jury rigged yeah gotcha and that it seems has overloaded perhaps because of the jury rigged nature of it the wires have melted and there's a little bit of yeah. uh, melted plastic casing where um, it didn't go do well. i see any like Oh, sorry. It's it has the letters H R M S and a cartoon of a man with a winged helmet. H R M S. Looks like a brand logo. Did you want to do something, Wendell? Uh, um, do I see any? Sorry, do I see any um like burns on the coat around the punctures? Yes. Not like fire burns, like from where it's been, but like, do I see any like acidic burns? You see both. Okay. You see. Generally speaking, around the the four or five puncture wounds that this guy has yeah. on various areas of his body, do you see something that might have eaten away at specifically the cotton or whatever? And then, if you were to look under, you might see like more acid burns, like on on the skin and such. Yeah. You also see just on the outside of the coat, as if somebody put out cigarettes just all over it, as though there's just little little singes, okay, in circles. 
clearly different from acidic burns, more yeah, like yeah. fire. What do you want to do with this body? Do you want to, if, if you want to investigate um, further, you're going to have to touch him, I think. Well, first off, I'm going to let Wendell know. Wendell, I'm pretty sure this guy got hit by chitters at some point. Uh, yeah, if sure. not before he was dead, at least after he was dead. I'm not sure how they function. Yeah, I mean, yeah, those punctures, that, that looks, looks like, like your leg. Looks like what my leg felt like, so yeah. Shit. Can we see that guy's face at all? He's face down. Right oh, he's now. face yeah. down. Okay. He's wearing something on his head. Gotcha. I'm there. I'm searching the body. You I'm flip him over, over, and he's wearing a welder's mask just like the other two bodies. Okay. Are you going to search through like his pockets and stuff? Well, first off, I'm going to take the welder's mask mm-hmm. off of him. Mm-hmm. What does his face look like? What does his face look like? Well, I meant like damage-wise. I, I know if like it Decayed. was completely burnt or something. It's not burnt. Okay. It's you get the feeling that he's in like a burnt circle, correct? Yes. Okay, that's you, why I was like, mm-hmm. you get the feeling that animals have left it alone, either because they're just not in the area or because he is so covered by like like there's not much yeah skin breathing because it's like he's covered. He's got winter gloves on. He's got you know, winter pants and yeah. this sort of parka, and the face itself is not messed with at all because this welding mask very effectively formed a sort of barrier in between. What does his face look like? It's slightly decaying. I mean, it's just, I think it's decaying. It's He's probably got like age. a little bit of a beard. Yeah. Like a middle-aged man. You, yeah. you know what I mean? It looks like his nose has been broken a couple times, but... Absolutely. Yeah. You don't recognize uh, the okay. face. And then, I yeah, I want to search through him. Okay. As well as give his parka to Wendell. His face doesn't look, uh... And his, his skin in general, whatever is exposed, doesn't look like the, uh, drowned... You situation. I'm afraid right? you can't really tell because if, of the decay. Because of the because decay. Of the decay. It, okay. It's been here a while. Okay. And you, you're seeing this all as well as, as Colt uh, yeah. very effectively goes through. You find this in his pocket. Real prop! Ooh, real prop! What's up? Alright. It has been stabbed a couple times, you see. Uh, yeah, I see that. Stabbed and burned. So I'm gonna pull this out and read it uh, out to uh, Wendell and just say uh, Alf Alpha 4280.5 kilohertz. Bravo. Good lord. 0200. Harold's Point. Um, do I know what Harold's Point is? Yeah, do either of us. Okay. That's where the bodies were found. That's where the bodies were found earlier. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then Charlie 38 damage is. Is this BTW? Between? Uh, exit 4 and 5? So on the interstate? I'm not sure. Harold Point is where we found two other bodies this mor- or yesterday morning. So what are these, coordinates? For other corpses? I'm not sure. Go look at the, the tent. Sure. Yeah. Uh, there, there, that wasn't all you found, by the way, Cole. Okay. You found a generic pill bottle with one metallic orange capsule pill in it. Very large. All right. You're getting, Shit, that's scary. You're heading to the tent? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's an army surplus tent. Looking inside, you don't even have to duck your head in. You can see a sleeping bag, trail mix, uh, some sort of generic gallons of water, and what looks like radio equipment. Okay. Uh, not undamaged radio equipment? If you head on in, I can tell you specifically what you're looking at. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you, it looks like, uh, all in one, 
radio receiver, kind of like a boombox, and you actually see that it says AM on the top. Not only that, next to it, you find a user manual for a Yesu brand HRMS transmitter, and also a copy of the novel The Coming Race by Edward Bulwer Lytton. A AM user radio. manual. Yeah, an AM radio. Boombox, like, that you can take with you. A user manual for a Yesu brand HRMS transmitter. And there's that same little cartoon of a guy with uh, wings on his helmet. You rem- you recognize Yesu brand. It'd be like a Yamaha. The predecessor to Radio Shack might have it. Yeah, um, yeah. And you find a copy of the novel The Coming Race by Edward Bulwer Lytton. And I can get you that spelling at some point. I want to look, uh, flip through the user manual and the novel and see if there's anything like bookmarked in those that might be of note. There is a dog ear on uh, a specific page for transmitting your own AM frequencies. Okay. Uh, and the other page bookmarked is um, how to like boost a signal. Uh huh. Like if you're not getting enough. Uh, I think there's a very helpful cartoon representation on every page. Of the little guy with the helmet? It's like, hey there, Hermes here, here to tell you about how to get the most out of your butt. So it's Volt Boy. What? It's Volt Boy from Fallout. (laughs) Yeah, but like, yeah, exactly. Um, And he sort of is introduced as Hermes, (laughs) like the the helpful radio assistant or whatever. And he, throughout this user manual, is uh, making it a little bit less dry for how do you choose um, what station or channel you're listening to how do you Mm -hmm. transmit your own stuff how to not get in trouble with the fcc you know Mm -hmm. don't broadcast near an airport that kind of thing right and nothing nothing of note marked in the uh, in the novel no do you want me to read you the book jacket yeah read me the book jacket cool let me see if i can find the book jacket read the listeners the book jacket so we we all know i've got an idea (laughs) me too i'll wait Vril is a mysterious energy used by Lytton's subterranean race, refugees from the deluge that submerged Atlantis, to power their advanced civilization. Generations of occultists have mistaken this bit of business for something other than fiction, and still more generations of science fiction writers have recycled the novel's plot. Vril is a book of strong interest to anyone doing a scholarly study of the evolution of science fiction. It's also a novel well worth reading in its own light. And that's from the, uh, the hardcover. Okay. Uh, the, the the book jacket. Yeah, the book jacket. All right. Well, I'm gonna come back out of the tent with with that uh, with the manual and the book, and say, uh, well, whoever this guy was, looks like he was into sci-fi and broadcast. I got a user manual for a for a transmitter here and a sci-fi book. Is there anything else in there? There's a like AM radio. And, you know, some trail mix, sleeping bag, you know, usual shit. But, like, I'm going to grab uh, the radio that's next to him and head into the tent. Do you um, pick up the, the HRMS? Yeah. yeah. Not really concerned about the power source mm-hmm. on it, but, like, the actual box itself. The box, yeah. Now I'm going to head inside. And you said AM radio? You want to get in there? Yeah. So there is a sort of boombox style portable AM radio. Yeah. I keep doing this like I'm holding it on my shoulder, you know, but like that, it's like that kind of like being, it's like you'd throw a cassette in it if it was a boombox, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it, it does have its own internal battery life, but uh, mm. the transmitter is the one that did not. And you actually see the same user. Did you bring the user manual out? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, you I brought it. Out. I brought it with me. Yeah. Uh, so I guess, as he showed you it, 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 like the picture on the front is the same as the thing that's in yeah. your hand. Can I turn the boombox on? Yeah, you do. Uh, uh, the, her, it, to like sure, the, the AM radio. radio. Yeah. Um, you get a sort of tuning sound as it's not like tuned yeah. to a specific channel right now. But can I tune it to four two eighty point five? Let's see. Is that a frequency on the radio? Because yeah, that'd be neat. Let's hope. So. I'm just looking at window. What the hell was that? <clears throat> Is that some weird ass code? What? What? Wendell, I, I don't know. Um, what? Okay, so Alpha was that. Bravo is where y'all found dead people. What the hell is Charlie? Between exit four and five. Wendell, I gotta, I gotta guess. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about Charlie. Yeah? Because um, I'm having a trouble figuring out where exactly we are right now. But I have a hunch that that radio tower up there is either Alpha or Charlie. And I'm guessing it's Alpha because it's a radio tower. Yeah. So wait, so does that mean what we just heard is coming from that? Maybe. Should we go check it out? Probably should have paid more attention in school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we kind of dicked around a lot, and uh, it's fine. We'll be fine. Yeah. Wendell, I think you should hold on to this welding mask. Yeah. And it, looking around inside this tent, is there any like form of like bag, like camping bag or something like that? There's a sleeping bag. There is a um a um. I don't know if there'd be like a sort of like a go bag. Yeah, okay. uh, similar to like a um. What do they call those? Duffel bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, there, is there anything in it? It's just kind of like been unpacked. Let's just do a straight up and down roll. Okay. That, I think, nice. would be sharp. So I have zero sharp. That's a seven. Still mixed. I wasn't... I really just want the bag. <laughs> you guys find one rolled up fire-resistant khaki from the same army surplus sort of supplier as the same thing that a, a, a firefighter would wear. Interesting. Like it's the, like a like full, the full suit. thing. Yeah. What the hell is? Does that take up the entirety of the bag? Uh, yeah. Or if not, it's the only thing in it. Would there? They're be... like rolled for like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would it be if we uh put other stuff in the like? Could we fit other stuff yeah. in the bag so we're not yeah. encumbered or or whatever? You could. Uh, it's a bag. Maybe? Yeah. yeah. Okay. There, there's room in it. Cool. Why the hell does this guy have a fireproof suit? I don't fucking know, but we're taking it with us. Oh, absolutely. Here, take this. I hand him the welding mask. I don't know why the fuck these guys... Like, We found two bodies yesterday. They had welding masks and parkas on. All right? Some kind of weirdo murder shit? 
What the hell? I don't know. It clearly didn't help him with the chitterers, but it might have helped him with something. So you take the welding mask, and I'm going to pack the parka in the bag. Um, So I'm going to go take stank parka off this dude. Mm. Um, It's real gross. Oh, I'm sure it's disgusting. And as you take it off, like, you do see that there is acid, like, burning and and stuff on, on on the... the body and it's really fucking it's decay you know yeah. there's, there's no it's not gonna be pretty it smells like death yeah it's, it's going to the bag mm-hmm. this is gonna be a bad bad time you got a bag Ugh. but uh you got a stank bag give me that stank bag so you want to check out this uh antenna business there's nothing else in this in this tent of of goodies not necessarily goodies but just like of like of note of like what this guy might have brought with him, I think that's about it. Okay. The the he, he's got like a couple. I'm more. not looking for a magic ring or anything. Yeah, <laughs> something that would let you have like friendship with animals or something. Um, you gotta kill a werewolf for one of those. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, there's just like another bag that might have been used for you know, for example, the trail mix and the gallons of water that are mm-hmm. on the ground. Uh, and but other than that, there's not too much here. Other than the radio stuff, it seems that he was traveling pretty light. Are the gallons of water sealed, or are they like... They're sealed. One of them is half empty. You want to take the sealed gallon of water with us? Yeah, I'll throw it in the bag. Yeah. Why don't you hold on to trail mix? But don't stress eat it all. I'm going to need you to hold the trail mix. Son of a bitch. And I grab the trail mix, too. (laughs) You haven't had food in like a while. Since basically the chili. How much trail mix is this? It's just a... like like a a simple Ziploc baggie? It's not a simple Ziploc baggie. I'm imagining kind of like the... You know, the one like the you would get, like, at a general store. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wait, you didn't eat this morning? Well, I mean, we could just sit down and share a meal real quick. Com- commune around the dead guy. Fuck, why not? <laughs> it is uh, nourishing. And cold, I was actually pretty worried. I was starting to think, like, mm, should I start imposing, like, debilities for not sleeping, for drinking too much, for not drinking enough water after drinking, <laughs> for not eating yeah. breakfast? But Wendell had a hearty breakfast. It's very energizing. Yeah, do we finish off? Do we finish off the gallon of water? You can if you like. There's two unopened gallons of water, one that is half drunk. Cool. I'm going to suggest between the both of us, we finish off this gallon of water. And take the other one with and us? And take the other one with us. Absolutely. You do. I definitely don't want to be like, did you make your No, no, no. I'm poop, just saying, like, you know? in, in general. <laughs> Wendell yeah. hasn't pooped in five days. <laughs> he has pooped in five days. So uh, after after have, finishing up our lovely meal, let's, while we're uh, on that meal though, I also want to go. I want to go over to the radio mm-hmm. and just playing around with some of the stations. Uh, is there any way I can get point two hundred? You try on the AM. You yeah. you actually can uh, navigate down to that in the thing. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. but That's, nothing is really coming up. Really there. You, you, for a second, you feel like you might have heard like a, a snatch of music, but then you like as you try to dial it, dial it in, you get like clearly what is a trucker talking about? Uh, this is uh, this is uh, um, uh, Charlie Daniels. Uh, I'm the, 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 the devil went down to Georgia, and uh, I'm, I'm gonna bring this big rig up on uh, I-7, and I'll see you boys shortly. And then it like cuts out. I'm um, something about Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. Uh-huh. I sound like a dick. You, you catch like a snatch of uh, yeah. clearly trucker chatter. No, oh, yeah, total dick. Hey, what about uh, in the 3800s? Might have to flip through some shit, but if this is the same kind of thing. No, I know. It's yeah. just that's a lot to flip through. Would it be worth it? 
to look. I mean, I don't I mean, think I'll, we're in a... I'll flip through the 3800s while we're eating. I mean, I don't think it's going to be without um, the exact. Similar thing uh, with, like, the sort of weaker uh, signals and, like, you maybe get a... Maybe you even get, like, a bit of, uh, like, police chatter just over the AM uh, or... But nothing really distinct. Again, you might have heard, like, a sort of jumble of notes or something. Nothing. Did it sound... Did it sound... That jumble of notes sound any bit familiar to what I just heard going towards the point two hundred. I don't think it would be that distinguishable from just the general noise okay. of, of having an untuned station. Cool. So it, it's, it's already making like kind of weird like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. AM radios are fucking fun. Uh, actually, I'm going to say that this counts as kind of like a short rest. Sweet. Because you're making sure, you're taking care of your bodies, you're mm-hmm. eating, you're drinking. Uh, you guys had one harm each, I think. Fiddling yeah. with the radio. Uh, go ahead and erase that harm. Nice! Oh, thank God. I like that. That's good to know. You think there might be anybody else up there? Or you think this is a two-gun situation? Or uh, uh, how many of those did you bring? <laughs> well, I have my pistol and I have this rifle. Yeah. And this rifle is going to be darn near useless if we go inside a building. Yeah. So I'll tell you right now, your axe will be more useful inside a building than this rifle. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Molotov cocktails, however, we can do some shit with that. <laughs> and I guess I'm just going to start hiking towards this yeah. death spire. So you guys are walking up. Yeah, we're walking uh, yeah. up. So I want to make it clear, like, physically what you're walking up on. It, it is still somewhat occluded because uh, it is just behind, like, the edge of this hill. Yeah. I also want to take point with the rifle out and just kind of be, like, really doing my best to, like, keep an eye on Absolutely. things around me. Like, uh, I know I can't get chitters, but we might... We might be out of chitterers for a second. And, <laughs> again, Wendell, you don't necessarily hear It brings hope to my little color um, booth. Home. I just sent you guys just a sort of image of this clearing. And, and what? Uh, dirty boys chat. Gotcha. In the group chat. As you get up closer, Wendell, roll tough. <laughs> a seven. A seven. I'm going to give you a choice here. Okay. Take minus one ongoing. Uh-huh. Take one harm, mm-hmm. ignore armor, or attract unwanted attention. Uh, and the one ongoing is for everything. For everything? Not just weird. So I still have my weird one, and this would be a different one? This would be another one. Let me, let me set what this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to know what this is. <laughs> As you guys approach this radio tower from the north, uh, walking up this hill... Colt, you uh, in the lead, keeping an eye out absolutely for any strategic issues. As you approach mm-hmm. Wendell, it's hard. It's like almost painful. One foot in front of the other, sort of trudging, and you're beginning to sweat more in the very hot. Uh, there's still haze in this area, and mm-hmm. the, the mask that you're wearing is sort of making breathing just a little bit more physically difficult. Mm-hmm. And you begin to have a, a, a pain in, in your forehead. Choose two of those options as you get closer. Can, can noticing him having... If I notice him having trouble, can I help him? Let's resolve this first. Cool, I didn't know yeah. if I could like help his toughness Physical. role to like help yeah. him. Yeah. I'll take the one harm and the minus one ongoing. I don't want to draw attention. Do you the nausea that you felt earlier? 
intensifies. And I think you actually have to hold yourself back from retching a little bit. You're yeah. going to take minus one ongoing uh, okay. until I say otherwise. Okay. And you are simultaneously struck by like a migraine, kind of like a like a high-frequency whine. Uh-huh. Uh, not similar to the, the chitterer's whine or anything like that, uh-huh. but almost like an electrical tinnitus that just gives you this really spiking headache as you get closer. With this difficulty, you mm-hmm. are able to approach. You notice that, Cole. What's Buck's wrong? I got like a, a ringing, like in my in my skull, like in the front of my skull. Uh, the closer we've gotten to this thing, it's like this weird headache. Do you need to hang back? Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Then I, I can I can walk back a little ways and see if it gets any better, and if I need to, you know, keep on a lookout down here. I just I don't want to leave you behind, man, or I don't want to make you go. I'll do leave something you behind else. either, but I'm not gonna walk you into something that's gonna kill you. I tell you, I'll I'll go I'll go back a little bit. I'll, I'll I'll see if this calms down a little bit, and if it's gonna be the same no matter what, I'll just I'll just come in there with you. But if it, if it dies down, I'll keep watch down at the bottom. All right. Yeah. Um. And I'll I'll like head back and see if that eases the. Uh, it eases it with every step away. As soon as you're walking farther back, yeah, you no longer have minus one ongoing to okay. all rolls. Okay. Uh, the harm <coughs> is still there, but yeah. the pain is now just a memory. Okay, and you no longer feel nauseated, uh, except for that small amount uh, that is accounting for your minus one to weird rolls. Yes, you I, feel great, Colt. Okay, fine. It's yeah. there's a nice breeze up here. And it's like that's it, lovely. Yeah, I like that. And the higher you're getting, it's a little bit less orange. You know, like the haze that has just sort of been semi yeah. present everywhere that the the chitterers seem to be is much less here in this chitter free location, and way less as you get higher up. Almost completely clear by the time you crest the hill and look down onto this radio tower. It's a freestanding tower, steel structure, about forty feet tall somewhat squat compared to like what you might see like for huge industrial uh, yeah. rigs and it is surrounded by well-maintained chain link fence steel fence with barbed wire around the top there is a gate with a solid padlock holding it shut and you can see that there is a small uh, substation humming and providing this tower with electricity one other thing that you can see is what looks like a, an emergency or a first aid kit just sort of hanging off uh, the base, the, the concrete base of this structure. Um, before I leave Wendell, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to give him the rifle. Yeah, cool. Um, you do. Just like when we hunt and ask kids, all right? Yeah, man. You just squeeze the trigger. Don't be dumb. Oh. Um, And I'm going to take the welding mask from him. You do. And pull out my pistol and then go up to this thing. The first aid kit? It looks like an emergency slash first aid kit. There is a red cross on it. And I want to be clear, everything that I just described is inside this sort of uh, eight-foot fence fence with barbed wire all around the top and a solid padlock on the the one entrance gate. I would say it's not much larger than this room, this sort of fenced-in area. Yeah. Not much larger than the distressingly named soft room where we're recording right now. But it's such a soft room. Ten feet by ten feet, maybe. Oh. And it's just, the, it's the one fence. Uh, 20 by 20, I mean. Correct. Yeah, yeah. One thick chain link. Well, I'd like to read a bad situation. Ten. Uh, ask your questions. I think you can ask three. 
what's the best way in? Obviously, if you had a key, it'd be super easy to yeah. get through that thing. Uh, it, it is a key padlock. It's not like a number combination. Yeah, yeah. But all the buildings are inside it. Exactly. Correct. Other than that, you would have to probably go over or cut through. And both of those would require equipment that would be somewhat laborious to acquire yeah. and bring up here. Uh, you would either need welding equipment yeah. other than a mask, like literally like <laughs> yeah, to yeah, yeah, saw yeah. through. Other than that, perhaps maybe like a literally like a diamond tipped saw. You know, I, I think you might have seen like a spy movie recently where there was a thing like this and they had to literally like cut through had, a fence. If I had wire cutters, I could get through the fence. But... It's really, it, even then, it's like that. The, the, the fence is very. Or bolt cutters, excuse me. Exactly. It would have to be like something yeah, yeah, yeah. like, you know, to get through. As for the uh, barbed wire, it would. You saw, you know, war movies. Oh, yeah, I'm shit's bad. Not dumb. So either getting over it or through it. Moonraker. Um, you saw Moonraker. Moon but yes. it would it would it would somewhat require materials that unless I'm mistaken, you don't have right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jonah was furiously Googling nineteen seventy nine James Bond film. <laughs> um Yeah, Moonraker, where they had to break into like a mysterious radio antenna yeah. with bolt cutters. Oh, this is just like Moonraker. <laughs> Um, uh, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? I'll always um, ask it. I think you can link this with Wendell's headache. Yeah. I think having no scientific explanation or whatever. Already was working on it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, this is kind of a long shot, but mm-hmm. what's most vulnerable to me? I, I Maybe the fence? What's most vulnerable to me? I guess the substation? The um the actual electrical generator that okay. is it, even then it's like pretty heavily covered and actually keeping an eye on this you do see several signs posted as you're sort of maybe circling this uh this fenced in enclosure high voltage keep out you know federal offense blah 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 the sort of standard it's almost like what you would find at like a at, at a generator or what is it like a um a power plant or something yeah don't get in here you'll get fried. Look at this guy. And it, like, shows a picture of, like, the black uh, stick man. Hermes! Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I see you're trying to access something you shouldn't be trying to access. Uh, Try not to get shocked or, you know, like that kind of stuff. High voltage. I want to make my way. I want to make my way back to Wendell. Hey, Wendell. I have a a hunch. What's up? This might be total bullshit. I don't want you to ask. I don't want to ask you to walk into something that's going to hurt your brain. Yeah. So uh, you can tell me after I explain this whether or not you want to try this. But, um... Maybe, this is a big maybe, why this fuck's got uh, a welding mask on and a parka's on is maybe he's like you. Yeah. Maybe it protects him from whatever this bullshit is that's bothering you, because I'm fine. Like the frequencies or whatever the hell it is? I don't know. I just yawned. I was really tired. Was a sweet weird. little puppy you, sa- you sounded like you were a, a small puppy. Listen, I don't know. Like when, like when Bud was little or something. I haven't slept in a while, so like, it's fine. And with that, I'm going to hand him the, the welding mask and the stank parka we'll to try just it. try if he wants to. Maybe maybe rather than this this terrible corpse coat, maybe at the other fire suit? Yeah, but he wasn't wearing the fire suit. You don't know if they did something to this. Yeah, you're right. I just didn't want to put on the corpse suit, but I'll try. I'm not telling I'll... you this is going to be fun, well, but again, yeah, yeah, I'm following your dumb ass out here, so you're going to have to help me out. Yeah, I'll try I'll try this shit. And I, I put the mask on, I put the coat on. It's really gross. <laughs> it's like nasty. It's fucking <laughs> gross. Um, I feel like you just wanted me to put this on 
Because it was going to entertain you. I mean, that's half the battle, but you put on the corpse coat. I'm hoping. And the welding mask. And it's really hot. This is late August. I have the exact date somewhere, but... um, It's like the 26th, right? uh, I think it's the 28th, but don't quote me on that. Don't quote me, the guy who's supposed to literally, you know, have all information in this universe. Yeah, that's the no, no, I think it is 28, because the, the 24th is when we went into Siskiyo. We were there for a couple days when it came out. The 28th sounds right. I have the completely chronologically correct calendar somewhere. Woo! But it's very hot. Is the, uh, it's very hot. Because it's it's late summer, yeah. you know? It hasn't even started to cool off a little bit. Like I said, not going to um, be fun. So I put that, sh- put that stuff on. it just works. You do. Holy shit, man. And I, like, put the mask back up. This is hot. Yeah, put the mask down and walk towards the damn thing. Yes, if it doesn't the, work, you can take it off. It's the 28th. Sorry. And I put the mask back down and, like, start walking toward it again and see if I feel any different this time around. And if I don't, I'm not even going to go far enough to get the... You feel it slightly less. Okay. Um, you have the mask down? Yeah. You yeah. have it slightly less. Um, you definitely still feel a little icky and uh-huh. a little bit nauseated, but not to the point as you get closer and closer that you're having to, like, trudge, trudge, trudge uphill mm-hmm. until you get to the actual crest of the hill and look down on the scre- on the scene I described to Colt. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, it's almost like you're trying to hold back the tide mm-hmm. with just something in front of your face. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's almost like you're leaning into the wind a little yeah. bit. And you, you feel achy and somewhat insecure and unsafe, but you do see this first aid kit type uh, uh-huh. with a cross on front of it. You see the signs and you see the um, radio tower reaching upwards. Okay. It's not as big, perhaps, as you might have thought. Uh, it's it, Like I said, it's about 40, 50 feet. But... I just want to take a shot at it and... Um... I want to try to hack off the the lock on the fence. With magic, I assume? Yeah. Give me a weird roll, and let me take a look at use magic. With my minus one, it's going to be an 11. That's why Colt was trying to get you there. My only other option was going to be, uh, Wendell, can you make this axe special again and hand it to me so I can go hack at this thing? <laughs> Can you make it special? But I don't, like, I don't know if, like, if you use magic and then hand it to me, if it's still magical or if it's gone. You know what I mean? That's where I was like, let's see if I can fix this first. So you're trying to hit it. You're trying to break it? Yeah. Like, fun shadow axe shit. Bust it up. So maybe you're enchanting the axe to try to get at the... Yeah, yeah, that's that's the, the idea of the thing. Like, just like, I imagine... Like with the axe in my hand, just channeling all the all the forceful energy amidst like fighting off the tide of the frequency and whatever is trying to eat in. Just that I want to beat it and come down on it. As the shadows appear on the axe, it's almost like they're being pushed away by an unseen wind. Like they're still like sort of trying to emanate from the axe, but mm-hmm. as opposed to just sort of um, wisping around it. Are you seeing all this, Colt? Yeah. I'm- Right there with him. You see, because my if he can get through this damn thing, I'm going straight for that generator. You see, you see the the shadows again try to like sort of wisp and emanate from this thing, but it's almost like they're being pushed away uh, from the. Uh, it's uh, deeply unsettling. It mm-hmm. is extremely unsettling, and it actually makes it seem like it has a tail. You know, instead of just the axe being surrounded, it's like being yeah. off into the wind like a banner. I don't think this is going to work. 
just in the sense that I, I, it, it's a solid steel padlock, clearly uh, attempting to be tamper-proof. Mm -hmm. uh, you probably get a really good hack at it and mm -hmm. dent and scratch the metal. Um, and I think you actually take a notch out of your axe, but it's just not the right tool for the job, mm -hmm. even though you have enchanted it as such. And it's just not the right tool for the job. And you bring it down, and I think actually that the downswing makes you take your uh, sort of face away from it for a second, and you are mm -hmm. hit very briefly with the full brunt and immediately incur those uh, those injuries again. Uh, the one ongoing, mm -hmm. uh, and the minus one ongoing, and the one harm. So I'm at two harm now? Yeah. Okay. And you just have to, like, you're getting blown back as you, as you have to very quickly walk back and get to a position where you can block everything with the, the visor. Oh, shit, man. I tried, but even, even with this thing, that's, it's not going to do it, man. I get, I get any, any part of it, and it's just... All right, you head back. I'll get in. my shit up. You yeah. head back, and I'll get in. Yeah. All right. All right. Do you want the axe, or... Yeah, I'll take the X. friends thank you for listening to episode eight of new ridge if you enjoy new ridge and the rest of the content we produce please make sure to rate review and subscribe to the quest company on itunes or let us know directly on our various accounts you can find us on social media at the quest company and at our website questcompanypodcast.com in case you missed it, last week we released part one of a limited-run side quest called The Xanathar Files. It's a fun little adventure that I'm DMing using a lot of resources from Xanathar's Guide to Everything, and things are only going to get weirder. I'm editing part two now, and oh boy, it is something else. As always, I would like to thank Joe Lytus for editing New Ridge, as well as the incredible artists whose music we use in these episodes. Thank you to TabletopAudio.com for the tracks Forest at Night, Spire the Hatchery, and Dust to Dust, as well as Kai Engel for the song Somnolence, uh, Magna Ingress for the song The Wanderer, Komiku for the song The Upside Down World, and you can find more of their music on freemusicarchive.org. Uh, additional sound design in this episode was done by Rogan Derrick. You can find more of his work on freesound.org. That's all for me, so we'll catch you next time as the mystery of this strange radio tower continues to unfurl and our dirty boys come face to face with their biggest challenge yet. Thanks for listening to New Ridge here at the Quest Company.